Welcome to Sasquatch, hey, my baby. I'm Dave, that's Kate. Hi, friends. And the soup of the day is curried carrot. Holy shit. With cashew garnish. Kate's very first soup of the day. Which you can check out on our Instagram, because I took a picture of it. You took a picture of soup? Yeah, I made it. I don't remember. <laughs> that's why we agreed that's what the soup was. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> God. But this is an epic moment. Episode 43. Kate's first soup. Already on episode 43. Wow. Sasquatch is coming up. Very soon. Very, very Unless soon. Unless we just get lazy and we push it back to episode 100. <laughs> we just can't <laughs> deal with the pressure, guys. There's so much. You've been asking for Sasquatch. We've been... We can't cover it all in one episode. We can cover the basics, though. Yeah. We'll just do Pacific Northwest Sasquatch. That's a good idea. Mm-hmm. And then we can do some other Squatches yes. later. Perfect. Okay. All right. And uh, if you any su- have any suggestions on other Sasquatches, you can email us at sasquatchatemybaby at gmail.com or tweet us at sasquatchatemybaby. Sas- Instagram, sasquatchatemybaby. Facebook, sasquatchatemybaby, despite Katie putting something through Instagram onto Dave and Kate Facebook page. What? Yeah, our Instagram's connected to a different page on Facebook. What? <laughs> Yeah, it always has been. Remember, we tried to fix it and it never worked. Oh, when did I do that? I don't know. Whatever last one you put up, probably. Oops. <laughs> but it's been getting likes. <laughs> well. But it's, yeah, it's just called Dave and Kate, I think. <laughs> My bad. Social media is hard. Where are the young people? I don't understand why we can't switch it. I don't know. Like, I've tried everything. I guess I could contact somebody, but I don't care enough. <laughs> Instagram, help us. Yeah. Young people help us. Does Facebook own Instagram or something? They must, right? I don't know. They, they sure are besties, though. Exactly. Although you can attach your Instagram to your Twitter. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Funny. You ever use Vero? Nope. Neither is anybody else, it seems. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what else we got? You have updates, you have stories, you have stuff to say. Unsolved Mysteries episode. Yes. We talked about some tunneling bank robbers. The uh, rat something. The rat something. Yeah, they, they had a name. I'll tell you it in 30 seconds. I don't, I don't remember that being Oh, shit. Name. I just started playing an episode. I think oh. they were just underground tunneler people. I don't think that's true. <laughs> They're called the rat bank robbers. No, that's not what they were called. Yeah, I looked it up because I didn't know what they were called. No, I think that's a different one. Well, it's in our description. <laughs> well, I think that's incorrect because I don't think that's right. Well, then we would like to correct one of the descriptions that I put up. <laughs> uh, it said they tunneled into banks yeah. in California yeah. in the year that you said. Yeah. So that must be them. No, I don't think that's what they're called. <laughs> Anyway, what's the update? I'm not saying these are the same people, but uh, at the end of January, a sinkhole in Florida um, happened, like sinkholes do, and some neighborhood people were complaining about it, so they called in their neighborhood sinkhole watch, I don't know, (laughs) who came in to inspect it and just 
discovered there was something awfully like weird about the sinkhole. Mm -hmm. um, so they brought in the FBI. Turns out it's an underground tunnel, un not incomplete, but incomplete. <laughs> <laughs> Some people are trying to tunnel into a bank. Awesome. Sounds like the rat bank robbers at it again. That, I, I have two theories. One, it's them. They're going again. Or two, it was someone who heard our episode, was totally inspired by the epicness Some that is Some squatcher just tried to rob a bank. Yeah. We know it was you guys. The truth <laughs> is out there. Um, I also have an update for that episode. What? That was the episode I did the, the Ural Mountain thing, right? Yeah. Where the kids disappeared? Yeah. Okay, well... I think just a couple of weeks ago, it was like right after our episode. Yeah. That uh, Russia reopened the case and they're investigating again. What? Is that what? Um, That's what a guy uh, emailed us. Yeah, yeah. James uh, of Vancouver. James, yeah. Emailed us. Thanks, James. Yeah, thanks. That's kind of awesome. I didn't read that one because I figured you'd give me the gist of it. <laughs> and I forgot about it until right now. <laughs> Rude. Hey, I got a lot going on in my life true not really <laughs> some stuff we're in the middle of the snowpocalypse how do you feel about that i'm not a fan me neither we live on the west coast for a reason yeah specifically this island for yep. a reason <laughs> and it's that we don't get snow yeah and we got a whole lot of snow so that sucks dicks I, you can head over to our instagram page you can see the first day of snow and then guess what we got a whole bunch more snow after that <laughs> <laughs> i've had to shovel my driveway like four times this is bullshit i've had to shovel a pathway for my dogs to poop because <laughs> it's over their heads <laughs> yeah. i like what you said today you texted me that thing about your boots oh yeah <laughs> and how you thought it was six inches but it was a foot <laughs> yeah um so in previous episodes we've discovered that i have no idea what an inch is <laughs> <laughs> but we also discovered that all your boyfriends have been extremely hung because you said they were all three inches which was actually like a foot and a half <laughs> yeah yes so, uh so what else? Your boots so or something? I was telling one of my coworkers, I was like, yeah, I got like six inches um, at my house. And I was like, you see my gum boots over there? It goes right to the top. I think that's longer than a foot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like an inch below the foot. <laughs> yeah, probably a foot then. <laughs> um, you thought that was six inches for real? Yeah. And then I walked out to clear my car off and it was going like into my boots. <laughs> Let's go. So here's the problem with your measurements. Yeah. You think that's six inches, <laughs> but you think this is three. <laughs> that one was a hyperbole. Oh. You weren't being literal yeah. when you thought this was three inches. But like I said earlier, the guy that I dated that had a tiny penis apparently has a tinier penis than I was telling people. So really, I was doing him a favor. <laughs> so what did you tell people? No comment. <laughs> Come on, you can't leave us hanging like that. Uh, How many inches? I said probably like three or four. Okay. <laughs> probably. So accurate. <laughs> <laughs> At least it wasn't a micro penis. An innie instead of an outie? Yeah. yeah. Basically. I mean, unless our listeners have micro penises, then congratulations. I'm sure they know that it's not a great thing to have. <laughs> But maybe you'll find a woman with a 
very shallow vagina. It does exist. <laughs> yeah, I assume. <laughs> it's like uh, in The Godfather. It's the opposite, but in the book, The Godfather, there's a woman who's complaining that she's too loose for everybody and nobody's <laughs> good enough for her. And then this guy with a huge cock pleases her. <laughs> it's like the first chapter. Is it actually? <laughs> yeah. I feel like I missed out on some great literature. Yeah, they fucked at the wedding. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Did they get married after that? I don't think so. I think it's in the movie, them fucking in the bathroom, but it doesn't explain that he's hung like a moose and she's loose like a, I don't know, elephant <laughs> pussy. Uh, yeah, so All that's right, enough. So that we've cock, about cock talk. <laughs> Hi, friends. How you doing? How are you, Cox? Do you think we lost any listeners on this one? <laughs> Maybe. Happy Valentine's Day. Valentine's oh, Day. Oh, yeah. Guys, we hope you got laid. <laughs> that's what we were leading yes, up to Yes, that's there. what we were leading to, getting laid. <laughs> and if you didn't get laid, don't worry, Valentine's Day is shitty anyway. Yeah. You can get laid on a Tuesday if you want. Exactly. And next month... March 14th is steak and a blowjob day. <laughs> For real, you got to give Michael a steak and a blowjob. We're semi-vegetarian right now. Well, you go find him an ethical steak. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't get a mistake, it's anal and a blowjob. I thought that was Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> All right, oh, fair gosh. enough. Fair enough. <laughs> I'm telling my mom. She just texted me. I'm telling her you just said that. No, Becky, I take the joke back. I don't even think she listens anymore. She'll never hear it. (laughs) All right, what's our topic today, Dave? Treasure. Treasure. What kind of treasure? Lost treasure, buried treasure. If we didn't agree, who was going to go first? Well, you should go first because your phone's dying. Yeah, perhaps. My mom texted me too. Oh, look at us. Just gave me the thumbs up because I asked her if I had both measles shots. <laughs> <laughs> My mom said, how you doing, Spud? Spud. Is that her nickname for you? Yes. All right. Have you ever heard of Adam's Treasure or Lost Adam's Diggings or Adam's Legend? No. All right. Well, the man who it was named after. Was Adam? What's his last name? No one knows his first name. Hmm. It was lost in history, so there's a mysterious mystery <laughs> behind it. You need to learn new words. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, first of all, I'm going to tell you now, I mainly got my information off Wikipedia, and I had some problems with this Wikipedia article. Okay. <laughs> I was getting irritated with it as I was going through. So. Fair enough. Um, However, there are some facts known about him, such as he was born in Rochester, New York, on July 10th, 1829. Okay. Which to me, I'm like, how do you have that information, but you lost someone's goddamn first name? I'm thinking the person who just wrote the Wikipedia article was just like, I just don't know it, man. (laughs) I'm not even going to Google it. (laughs) Why didn't you Google it? Um, I did Google it. (laughs) But more than the Wikipedia. Because all of it just said Adam's treasure. Uh, all right. Adams. It's just all about Adams. Um, so Maybe it wasn't one guy. It was several guys named Adam. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's so 
many Adams. <laughs> it's a new yeah. hit show on Fox. <laughs> so many Adams. Yeah. I'd watch the shit out of that show. <laughs> Who do we got? Adam Sandler. John Adams. Adam from Adam and Eve. <laughs> Adam Elliott. <laughs> Just because that's the only Adam I can think um, of. That's all the Adams I know. Yeah, and they fight to the death. It's it's a reality TV show. There could only there could be only <laughs> one Adam. Yeah. <laughs> my okay. bet, my bet's on Adam Sandler. <laughs> yeah, I think he's I think he's crazy enough to win it. Yeah. Um. So August of eighteen sixty four, he was traveling from Los Angeles to Tucson. And then that's where I was like, how the fuck did he get from Los Angeles to New York? We left out a huge part of the story here. So wait, wait. He was born in New York. mm -hmm. In what year? 24? Yeah, 1920. No, 1829. 29. Okay. So roughly 40 years later, he's... Yeah, 1864. He's in Los Angeles. Okay. But like... I don't know. I want to know what brought him there. Was it for a job? Was it the adventure of the West? Was there a girl? Yeah, it wasn't easy to get across at that point. Yeah. Like, did he walk? Did he take a carriage? Was there trains back then? What time? When did the trains get up? No, the, the... I'm sure there were steam engines back no, then. No, but when did the, the line that went from the East to the West finish? From American history? I don't know. <laughs> Oh, you might have. They had railroads then, though. It's fine. Yeah, but they made that one specific that goes across the country. You know what? They, I think they probably had that one at the time of um, Lincoln. It was after the Civil War. I think Lincoln was dead when it was finished. Oh, when it was finished. Because hmm. I know. I don't know. Trains. Trains. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It doesn't matter. Well, anyways. He got there. So some he survived. Of- <laughs> Some Apaches on his um, travels to Tucson set his wagon on fire. And then, again, I'm like, I need some backstory here, guys. Like, why did they just, like, set So we had a wagon. We just found out how he got there. Yeah, they're like, was he being a dick? Like, Oh, why did the Apaches do it? Yeah, well, no, he, this is from when he's going from Los Angeles to Tucson. Did he have the wagon before? We don't know. I'm going to say he did. Okay. Well, well, then. And then some <laughs> Apaches were all, like fire fuck you white boy yeah and then i was like were they being dicks was he being a dick like what's well, the backstory to this in like the large scope of things white people destroyed their land so they he was a dick to them i later learned and this is where i got more information elsewhere okay there was an apache war going on at the time uh, well the apaches were badasses yeah they sound pretty badass they're pretty yeah. big they were thing like, in the story <laughs> so like fucking super soldiers of the Wild West. You know what I want to say, right? <laughs> you want to sing Will Smith? <laughs> Do it. No. <laughs> I've done it before. Jim West. Desperado. <laughs> you know you don't want that. <laughs> it's so easy. <laughs> All right, friends. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, so... <laughs> After his wagon was set fire, he drove a dozen horses that were saved to Sacaton, Arizona, so he could sell them. Okay. In Arizona, he met 21 miners, you know, like in the fashion of prospectors, not as an underage people. Yes. <laughs> Although some of those miners could have been miners. You don't <laughs> they know. Could have been. It was 1864. Exactly. Um, 
where they were led by a man named John Brewer. Um, they were also he also met a Pima Mexican man who promised to lead them to a valley of gold. Uh, where the canyon walls cry tears of gold and the tears are larger than your coins. <coughs> God bless you. Thank you. I had to get through that sentence and I was holding it in. <laughs> Could you tell? No, you did great. Um, he asked them for only a horse, a weapon, a saddle, and some gold in return. Uh, Wait, in return for what? To some... leading them to the... Oh, okay canyon where the where the gold walls was. cry and this is gold. brewer said no this. this is the pima mexican man of unnamed origin oh, oh the miners were led by brewer yes okay i'm good i so, got it and it just happened uh that the group also needed horses so john brewer stuck struck up a deal with adams where they would lead the team together in exchange for his horses perfect and share all the monies that they're going to get. Yeah. So the Pima Mexican man had been on an expedition with the Apaches um, earlier where he claimed to see gold nuggets larger than oak nuts. However, at the time, he was not well versed um, in gold, so he didn't like understand its value. But he was versed in silver and turquoise, which I don't know why that's relevant. <laughs> well, that's strange. Because if you know about silver and turquoise, how do you not know about gold? Like, gold's the thing, right? Yeah. Silver and gold. <laughs> yeah. From the last episode, we talked about how that was a big ad. <laughs> that was the last episode? The last episode. Yeah. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. So on August 20th of the same year, the group set out along the White River east into the White Mountains and entered western New Mexico. The guide pointed to the mountains in the shape of two sugar loaves. And then I was like, does everywhere have a sugar loaf mountain? Because we have one here in Nanaimo. The fuck's a sugar loaf? It's like a loaf. I don't know. It's a sugar it looks loaf. Looks like a mountain. If you, look at, if you look at, yeah, it's just like a square, like sweet dessert. You can You can look it up on google okay well. <laughs> it's like a bunt cake i guess i don't know i don't know how to explain explain a sugar i'll loaf. just find it but we have sugarloaf mountain here i didn't know that what i didn't know that it's over in departure bay it's a national park it's literally like a hill <laughs> i looked up sugarloaf and it's just showing me mountains yeah well, but i understand you get the concept yes um, anyways, he let the guys know that the Gold Canyon was just below there. Um, the miners entered the canyon through what Adams described as a little door. It was so narrow that they could only go one person at a time, and they followed a Z-shaped trail um, that came out at a spring with low falls above it. It sounds beautiful. Mm -hmm. I'm sure everything was beautiful back then. Lots of things are still beautiful. For sure. Yeah. But like everywhere you'd go. Yeah. Except for towns. I guess it'd be just like now. The towns were still pretty cute back then though. They're well, all like people dying all the time. Yeah, I guess. There was shit in the streets, you know. It wasn't great. No plumbing. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> um the miners collected a fortune, paying the guide who then left them, but not before warning them not to stay too long in the area as this was an active campsite for the Apaches. 
They and hid, as we know, it was a war. Yeah. They hid the nuggets in a corn grinding basin left by the ancient peoples of that area, although it was not specified. Thanks, Wikipedia. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so they found the gold. Yeah, they found gold. Okay. Yeah. So on the second day, um, they were there. A group of um, 30 Apaches led by Chief Nana. I like that name. Um, came by and they told them not to go above the falls. And I was like, wow, that's anticlimactic. I hope there has some follow up. Because then they're like, the Apaches just left. I'm like, I was expecting them to be like, there was going to be a battle. Yeah. But this is not a movie. All right. Well, fine. <laughs> some of the miners built a cabin. And in the hearthstone of the cabin, um, they hid more of the gold. Okay. Mm-hmm. They mined until they ran out of supplies, and then they sent five men along with Brewer out for more supplies at Old Fort Wingate, which I guess was a nearby fort. Yeah, makes sense. After they left, the men started looking above the falls. Which they shouldn't have done. Uh-uh-uh. And then I was like, dude, you're told not to do that. Why are you fucking this up for everyone? And so Greed. The, yeah. Greedy men. Greedy Adams. Mm-hmm. They were all named Adam. so these men's returned with large nuggets but adam warned them against keeping them the men however greedy as fuck kept the damn nuggets so it was like cursed nuggets i guess so Mm. Mm -hmm. so after nine days brewer's party did not return adam and another miner named davidson so not one of the Adams. His name was Adam Davidson. Adam Davidson <laughs> became <laughs> concerned for their safety and went searching for them along the trail where they found five bodies of the men who had left. Shit. Yeah. This is a movie. Mm-hmm. They returned to the camp, but it was too late. The Apaches had already reached the camp and killed the remaining miners, and the cabin had been set on fire, making the hearthstone too hot to move. This is awesome. Yeah. So Adams and Davison were the only survivors, um, and they were found by a military patrol in the area because of, like, the war and stuff that was happening. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's why I had to go and find what was going on, because I was like, why is there military people? Like, Makes sense. Um, after that, Adams settled in California, and after the Apache Wars had ended, he led several expeditions to find the canyon and the basin filled with gold, but it was hopeless because he never found it. He searched also, his search also inspired others to find the canyon. Um, many people have had led expeditions. Um, a man named Robert W. Lewis came forward in 1949 and claimed that he had known Adams and that they had gone together in, ni- or in 1889 and searched for the gold. However, he claimed it wasn't until 1918 that he had single-handedly found the cabin along with skeletal remains of the miners 35 miles northwest of Magdalena, New Mexico. However, he did not see any gold. He also said that he later found out um, through a mag found out that a Magdalena sheep herder had found the gold and received $20,000 for it. And then there was like some speculation of the areas that the Adams gold treasure place had been. Cause no one's ever been other than this man who claims he found it mm-hmm. has been, a- been able to find it since, but eventually it was kind of like forgotten about and not the popular gold story anymore because like some other gold story happened. Took its place. Yeah. Because there's always going to be people searching for gold. Of course. Yeah. That's why the Yukon was so popular. Yeah. 
Gold, gold, gold. So that all happened in 64? Yeah. That was during the American Civil War. Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. So were they fighting Apaches at the same time? I guess so. Hmm. hmm. Interesting. Well, wasn't the Civil War down in the, like, the South? Yeah. And then the Apaches were in the West. Makes sense. I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know anything about American And then remember history. that um, war against Canada? <laughs> That was around the same like time, too. the War of 1812? Oh, no, that was earlier. <laughs> like, is that what you're talking about, yeah. though? That was more like England and... But I guess we were part of England at that point. Mm-hmm. But Canada and the U.S. had a little bit of a war. And we burnt down their fucking White House. <laughs> <laughs> Suck it, America. Unless you're an American listener. <laughs> then, sorry, my bad. <laughs> But to, uh, shit, what was the name of our English listener? Sorry. Matt. Nope. Yeah, it was Matt. It was Matt. Woo! (laughs) Matt T. Matt, I think you guys should take America back. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Do it. (laughs) All right. That was good. I enjoyed that. It was like a movie. Everybody got murdered. Yeah, there's so much bloodshed. I thought it was going to be no bloodshed because you told me that it wasn't exciting. But then it was. I told you it wasn't exciting. You said you were hoping that the 30 Apaches that showed up were going to kill them all. Oh, and yeah. And then they did. Yeah. <laughs> so you threw me off. Sorry. <laughs> well, my story is, it about, is about a man named Edward Teach. Do you know who that is? No. He also goes by Blackbeard. Like the pirate? Yes. What? He had a real name? Edward Teach or Edward Thatch. Either one. Not sure. Huh. Blackbeard. Blackbeard. Hmm. Born in 1860. Died November 22nd, 1718. Okay. a young man. 38. Wait, did you say 1860 and then 1718? 1680. Oh, I heard 16. Or 18. I might have said that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you don't know who Blackbeard was... He was an English pirate who terrorized the West Indies and the east coast of Britain's North American colonies. Because this was during that time. Uh, Little is known about his early life, but there's speculation that he was a sailor or a privateer during uh, Queen Anne's War. And in 1716, he joined the crew of Benjamin Hornigold. Uh, who was a famous pirate who turned pirate hunter later in life. Not as famous as Blackbeard, though. Is there any pirate as famous as Blackbeard? Long John Silver? Is that a pirate? It's a restaurant. I don't know if it's a real pirate. (laughs) (laughs) Um, One day, Blackbeard and Benjamin, Benny captured a sloop and uh they put blackbeard in charge of it i have a question yeah what's a sloop (laughs) it's a boat okay (laughs) like what are this um so the two of them with their two boats continued to fuck shit up for years or a few more years at least and they even added two more ships to their fleet uh at one point blackbeard captured a french slave ship 
and uh, it was a, he claimed it as his own, and he named it Queen Anne's Revenge, his famous ship. Do you know it? You heard of it? No. Well, it was his famous ship. It's a nice name, though. Yeah, it's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he put 40 guns on it, so it was like a badass ship. Um, do you know how he got his black or his nickname, Blackbeard? Did he have a big black beard? You know it. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> but to frighten his enemies, he'd also put two fuses hanging out of his hat. So it was like smoke was coming out of his head and singeing. You know. That seems dangerous. They're just fuses. Right. <laughs> they don't lead to anything? No, it was like you light the fuse and then you touch it to the cannon and the cannon goes boom. Yeah. He's not scared of setting his beard on fire. Have you ever accidentally set your hair on fire? That stuff stinks. Um, no, but one time Jordan lit my beard on fire in Vancouver. <laughs> Good friend there. Great he friend. Was, he was very upset with himself <laughs> after he did it. It wasn't this long at the time. Was he doing it on purpose? He did it on purpose and then he immediately regretted it. Aw, he's just like a crazy girlfriend. <laughs> yes. Yes, he is. Oh, uh, let's talk about Jordan for a second. <laughs> I want to show you what he sent me today. <laughs> All right. There you go. You can read it out loud. Um, so our friend Jordan has sent Dave a picture of his hand. Yes. And the caption reads, me and my love are ready for Valentine's Day. <laughs> Dave replies, she looks so happy. And <laughs> he says, for now. Dave says, until you abuse her. And he goes, exactly. <laughs> boom, boom. Tsh. Um, what else is there? Then get. Oh, I told them to get her flowers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, it doesn't really matter after that. but. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he said he went and went better and he got some Jimmy hats so she doesn't get any mess on her. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan, you nasty. <laughs> Jordan of Drunken Lion fame. Yeah. All right, back to Blackbeard and his fuses. Um, so he fucking terrorized those areas for a while. There was even a point where he, well, it was sad. He crashed. He ran aground Queen Anne's Revenge in uh, outside of North Carolina. Yeah, North Carolina, I think. And the governor just decided to give him a pardon and gave him a ship. But for a time there, Blackbeard tried to play it, like, cool. Like, be a, a normal civilian, not a pirate. That sounds boring. That's why I became a pirate again. <laughs> <laughs> um, in late 1718, a British, naval, a British naval force led by Lieutenant Robert Maynard successfully killed Blackbeard. They hung his head from the bow spirit, bow spirit of his ship. I think it's just the front of the ship. I don't know. <laughs> but so they put the mermaid normally. Yeah, I think so. Okay. <laughs> but over that time, before Blackbeard's death, he collected a shitload of gold, silver, and other treasures uh, because he just ransacked all the ships leaving Mexico and South America mm-hmm. with all their gold. So, where is the treasure? Treasure Island? Which, by the way, I looked it up. Long John Silver is the fictional villain from Treasure Island. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I have seven theories. Okay. Let's hear them. It's on 
Queen Anne's Revenge off the coast of North Carolina. Sunken. Yes. Okay. In 1996, Mm -hmm. a ship thought to be Queen Anne's Revenge was found there. Mm -hmm. They have pulled up hundreds of thousands of artifacts, including many of the ship's guns, Mm -hmm. assorted weapons, tools, and some gold dust, but no, like, piles of treasure. But they're still looking. So, but shouldn't it be easier to find? I don't know. Yeah, treasure should be there. But, I mean, the tides could blow it away. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But well, they're still looking. Imagine how much treasure is like on the bottom of the ocean. There's some like statistic. I don't know what the numbers were, but it's like based off all the ships that have sunk mm-hmm. over the years. Mm-hmm. Not even like a small fraction of the treasure that has been lost has been found. Mm-hmm. So we should become treasure hunters. Pretty much. Yeah. Doesn't sound dangerous at all. What's dangerous about it? It's no pirates. Unless we go to Somalia. It might. There are pirates. <laughs> uh, and then, too, because there's not, it's not just pirates that you have to, like, look out for. It's, like, mafia people, but, like, mafia people of the sea. <laughs> oh, you mean pirates? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, other treasure hunters, they, like... Yeah, I'm sure it's very, like, yeah, cutthroat. Cut like, definitely some sabotage is happening out but there. But it's cool. I'm just going to wear a pirate hat, and I'm going to p- pull some fuses out of my <laughs> my hat, and I'll just keep the black beard. And diving's pretty dangerous, too. That's true. Yeah. I mean, we're definitely not skilled. We could learn. Mm-hmm. We're still young. I wish we just had the funds to fund it. We could be, like, eccentric billionaires that, like... So we're already billionaires? <laughs> <laughs> then I'm good. Well, I want the fame. I don't. Mm. I just want to be. I want the thrill around. of the hunt. I'll hang out on the boat with you, <laughs> in, as long as it's like tropical. Okay. <laughs> you have to have a little bit of money to start, though, if you're going to be a treasure hunter. For sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or you at least have to have some really strong leads and get funded. Yeah. Okay, who wants to fund us? Let's just start a GoFundMe. We, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to dive. We're just going to drink beer on the boat while other people dive. Give us money. <laughs> <laughs> Who would say no to that? <laughs> it's true. That's our that's our Netflix special for Sasquatch Ate My Baby. It's not just a um, a travel foodie show. travel show where we eat and also hunt for Sasquatch. We also Trademarked sit on a boat Sasquatch and drink. We also sit on a boat and drink and hunt for treasure. That's season two, yeah, obviously. Season two. <laughs> we try different alcoholic beverages in that one. Every episode. <laughs> yeah, to pair yeah. with our gold. Gold. <laughs> <laughs> this one's gold schlager. Yeah, it's the Curse of Oak Island with alcohol. <laughs> I'd watch that. Cool. And I'm gonna be in it. <laughs> All right, theory number two could be off the coast of Ocracoke Island. So after Blackbeard abandoned Queen Anne's Revenge, and he was pardoned by, oh, here's the governor's name, Charles <laughs> Eden, uh, and he gave him a ship, I told you earlier, called Adventure, mm-hmm. and a pardon. Um, hold on. I'm sorry. Oh. As the, the naval force was taking down Blackbeard, Blackbeard told one of his, like, super dedicated dudes, to uh, stand by in the powder room 
and blow the ship if it looks like they're going to be defeated. The powder room? Did they have ladies in here? No, they had, like, gunpowder. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my, great. (laughs) Yeah, they're going to blow, like, the funny little powder shit you put on your face room. (laughs) So, this is off the coast of this island is where he was taken down. And where this guy would have blown the ship mm-hmm. and blown the treasure all over the area. Mm-hmm. So it could be there. So much treasure. Yeah. Next theory, Plum Point. So after Governor Eden pardoned him, I told you that he wanted to be not a pirate for a while. Mm-hmm. And he lived in Bath, North Carolina on Plum Point. Mm-hmm. And he possibly could have buried it here. But people have searched and nothing has been found. Hmm. These aren't exciting theories. So that you theories, can't dig up theories. the entire Plum Point. Exactly. Unless they're just like, let's excav- excavate this entire town. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I guess Plum Point's on our tour now. Tour 2020. And while we're there, we can go to Teach's Kettle. Hmm. Okay. Um, so near Plum Point, there was a farmer mm-hmm. who had an oven-like brick house called a kettle that blackbeard would use to uh render wood tar (laughs) yes (laughs) well his job was like fixing ships so he'd render the wood tar in the kettle Mm -hmm. and then he'd put it on the side of the ships to patch holes Mm. um a bunch of people started showing up at the kettle and uh so the farmer got annoyed and destroyed it Mm -hmm. so i think all these people showing up were people coming to hide treasure for blackbeard Oh. Although nothing has been found. In the kettle. Yep. Interesting. And while we're at Teach's kettle, we can roll over to Archbell Point, mm-hmm. where Governor Eden lived. And why did Governor Eden give him a ship and a pardon? Because he gave him treasure. Because he was on the take. <gasps> Corruption! Exactly. So... Apparently, there's like a secret tunnel from Plum Point, or there was, I don't know, this is what I read, mm-hmm. from Plum Point to Archbell Point, where possibly they could have moved the treasure, mm-hmm. and then Eden just had it. I love the idea of a secret tunnel. Right? I would go in there so hard. <laughs> so hard. <laughs> like, tunnel, show me your secrets. That's why I love Nancy Drew. There's so many secret passageways. There's so many tunnels, like things that you don't expect to be there. Love it. Like, name one thing that's there. Dead bodies? Um, treasure, usually. <laughs> Do people die in Nancy Drew? Uh, they get injured. So, no. Mm, no. Okay. Nancy gets hit in the head and kidnapped a lot, though. That's not going to be good for her in her old age. <laughs> She's going to get CTE. <laughs> uh, another theory. Maybe he spent it. Maybe. On the whores. Exactly. The whores. Blackbeard and his crew spent a lot of time pirating, but also a lot of time ashore getting supplies and fucking. You know how much syphilis they probably had? Probably a lot. Now that's the real treasure. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Is that so? <laughs> to explain... Makes you crazy. You don't care. You have syphilis. Syphilis, syphilis makes you don't not not care that you have syphilis. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's treasure, I guess. 
Um, so it could be all over the Caribbean, basically. The syphilis or the treasure? <laughs> Both. <laughs> the final theory. This is the most exciting theory. The treasure. Take a guess. <laughs> Take a guess on where the treasure is. Um, final theory. In our hearts. In hell. What? <laughs> Hear me out. All right. There was a man named Captain Charles Johnson. Yeah. Who was apparently part of the Robin Crusoe something. Okay. He was famous from that story. And he wrote in 1724 a general history of pirates, in which is where most of the information on Blackbeard comes from. Mm-hmm. Wait, Blackbeard's real, right? Yes. Okay. That's why I'm telling you this whole thing that's been happening. Okay. You're going to look up Robinson Crusoe? Yeah, because I thought that was not real. <laughs> I think it's real. <laughs> that was a book. It is. Okay, so the night before Blackbeard died, um, a man asked... Uh, who asked? It's a book. Yeah, but it's real, isn't it? I don't think so. Okay, well, this guy <laughs> wrote this book and he was real. Captain Charles Johnson. Maybe he was put in Robinson Crusoe because he was famous. Maybe. Cause, yeah, because Robinson Crusoe is a novel by Daniel Defoe, uh, first published in 1719. The first edition credited works of protagonist, protagonist Robinson Crusoe as its author, leading hmm. many readers to believe it was real. And the book, a travelogue of true incidents. So if it was written in 1719, yeah, that was right around the time Charles Johnson was alive. Because uh-huh. Blackbeard died in 1718 and he wrote his book in 1724. Okay, but he was just using, he probably was one of those people that thought it was real. Could be. Mm. Um, okay, but the night before Blackbeard was killed... A sailor asked him if his wife knew where the treasure where the treasure was buried. Blackbeard had a wife? Yeah. Oh. What about all that syphilis? I mean, he's a pirate. Mm-hmm. He's going to get some. All right. Uh, he replied, quote, Nobody but himself and the devil knew where it was, and the longest liver should take it all. Mm-hmm. So, after the death mm-hmm. on November 22nd, the surviving crew... Recall seeing a stranger aboard the ship several days before the death. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that made sense, I think. Um, nobody knew who it was. Nobody questioned who it was either. Mm-hmm. But before the battle, the man disappeared. And the crew believed that it was the devil. Mm-hmm. So if this was a Nancy Drew book, so Blackbeard would say that no one will know me, or no, except for me and the devil himself or whatever in the long sliver wins kind of thing mm-hmm. in that cryptic way and everyone would be like so literal like oh it's the devil like the actual devil but then nancy would discover that the devil was a nickname for a um, long lost friend of blackbeard <laughs> <laughs> so the long lost friend of blackbeard found out where the treasure was mm-hmm. abandoned the ship before the battle so he could take the treasure for himself mm-hmm. not much of a friend sounds like the devil well that's why the longest liver would win yep and so, the treasure is in hell with the devil, or metaphorically with some guy that knew. Hmm. We could find it. We could find it. Hi, my name's Danica. And my name's Emma. And together we host Second, Second Impressions, Impressions, where we'll try anything twice. 
Each week, we try something for the second time. We talk about what our first experience was like, how well we remember it, and how we've grown and changed. But mostly, we talk about dumb stories from our youth and what beer we're drinking. So join us every Sunday on Second Impressions, available on iTunes or wherever you find your podcasts. What else you got? (laughs) 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 Nothing. (laughs) I can look up some stuff. We're short. We're short. I'm short. Um, Well, there was in the... Oh, text from you. Uh, it was in the news today during, uh, and it's been actually circulating all over the Canadian news, but during our current snowpocalypse, mm-hmm. there was a tobogganer that got in the face with a rat. <laughs> the like rat somebody was, threw a rat at him? No, the rat was like crossing its this kid's path as he was going down on like a crazy carpet or a sled or some shit, and he got hit in the face with it. <laughs> And it was all caught on tape. That's awesome. I want to see it. (laughs) Well, I mean, it's here. We don't need to see it on air. We don't need to see it on air. (laughs) No, that's not like porn. Porn? (laughs) Jesus. It's a commercial, I swear. A commercial for porn? Um, I like, uh, like, before our snow shit happened, mm -hmm. everybody, like, on Facebook was talking shit about how we never get any snow. <laughs> it's like, come on, guys. There was, like, comic books of how, like, there's people on the East Coast go, like, oh, your brother's on the phone. Your brother from Vancouver's on the phone. And he's, like, <laughs> he's calling to talk about how there's no snow. Fuck him. And, but, like, more funny yeah. than that. Yes. <laughs> and now there's snow. Now there's snow. <laughs> and it's supposed to snow tomorrow, too. Yeah, I'm not feeling it. I'm Let's see. Oh, shit, it's minus three right now. Which, to the rest of Canada, is super warm, actually. <laughs> yeah, fuck it, it's not that bad. I got a truck. Yeah? You have a tiny car. I have a tiny car. I had to drive Katie here today from work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Ren. True friendship and commitment to this podcast. That's right. Appreciate you wanted it. to do some bullshit with a cell phone. That was never going to work. <laughs> <laughs> what we- was your plan? You wanted me to hold a cell phone <laughs> to a mic? <laughs> While I talk to you like this, yeah, <laughs> or to your for a whole show <laughs> for a whole show. Right. It's commitment, I guess. Facetime. We have to find out a way to get a distance guest. Well, you just have to. We just have. To, we don't have to talk, but <laughs> we could. We have nothing else to talk about. <laughs> you just got to get hook your mic up, have something you record through it. And then you send me the file of you talking, and then I put them together. Yeah. I guess so. It's really easy. Um, we do have another thing. Remember, um, listener James K. also had the, um, also had a ghost story for us with his cup recommendation. <laughs> oh, shit. I forgot about that. <laughs> so, as we review cups, uh, James also suggested that we review uh cut crystal double fashion and attached a photo which i then recognized as a top shelf double fashion cup which is very good quality cup so what's your review it's great it's a good cup yeah i have some how does it how does it hold things 
Um, well, well, you can put whiskey on ice in it. You can have just straight whiskey on it. They also have a matching decanter for whiskey. Oh shit! Yeah, that you could get to go with it. It's a great cup. Mm-hmm. They come in sets of four, and as long as you don't have someone who breaks all your cups in your life, such as Michael, they're a really reasonable price. <laughs> and is real crystal? Yeah, but not lead crystal. I don't know what the difference between crystals. Um, lead crystal is a little bit stronger, but it's also a little bit more poisonous. <laughs> well, it's lead. Yeah. <laughs> so what kind of crystal is it? Just regular kind. Oh, what's that one that they always sell? Lead crystal. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's one that, I'm, that my classes are made out of. I can't think of what it's called, though. Um, yeah. Anyways, they're really nice and really fancy, and they come in different designs, and you can get square ones, or you can get round ones. Well, that was a fantastic cup review. Yeah. Thanks, James. Yeah. But he, well, <laughs> I reviewed it. Don't thank him that Thanks much. Thanks for the idea, <laughs> James. But he also had a story. So he says, I was talking to my landlady the other day. She's an old Filipino lady who used to uh, be a living caregiver. She was once caring for someone in an old home in Shaughnessy. I had to figure that out for a second. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone had gone to bed and she was sitting alone at the kitchen table. Out of the corner of her eye, she saw someone standing there. She turned to look and it was the lady... And it was the lady she was caring for. It scared her because the lady could normally only stand with the aid of a walker. She blinked and the lady was gone. She went to check on the lady thinking she had died, but found she was still asleep in her bed. The next morning, she left, called her agency, and told them to get someone else and never went back again. <laughs> Good on you, lady. Not fucking around with ghosts. <laughs> well, she could have been astral projecting. The old lady? Yeah. Oh, shit. I never thought of that. Yeah. Maybe she had dementia. And she astral projected because of her dementia? Yeah. Like that episode of The X-Files where they took the one. mushrooms the magic mushrooms that the caregiver was making and he was giving them to the old people. And then it, the old people could remember. leave their um, bodies and then some of the old men, old people started raping people. <laughs> so the X-Files, Why? Mulder and Scully had to come in <laughs> and <laughs> investigate. Why did they start raping people? Because they were just, it was really nice to be alive again. And you know what? When men can rape, sometimes they'll rape. Hashtag me too. <laughs> Hashtag me too. Sometimes you'll rape. Yeah. Well, when men are young, they'll just be a little rapey. Sometimes they grow out of it. But they're feeling young and alive again. I feel like if you're going to rape somebody, I don't know if you'll grow out of that. Well, orangutans. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I might have mentioned this before. They're one of the only other primates that have rape um, within their like culture, I guess. Okay. And it's usually done in like the young adolescent males will do the raping, but as they get older, they just grow out of being all rapey and Is it shit. because it's like... Hormones? Yeah, they're more like... <laughs> they're in their sexual prime and they need it more, Probably. I guess. Like a guy will be a lot more manipulative and like he'll be more of a prick to try and get laid Yeah. than when he's older. Yeah. So if I mean, some guys continue to be pricks as they get older, but of course, but <laughs> some women too. Yeah, everyone's a little rapey sometimes. Just, just don't rape people. It's not okay. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the message for this episode: don't rape. I thought it was syphilis. <laughs> it's the true meaning. It's the true, true treasure. treasure. <laughs> Don't rape or you'll get the true treasure. And it's not really that good. (laughs)
bet pirates raped a lot. Yeah, they most definitely did. <laughs> and Vikings. They were the first pirates, <laughs> one might say. They did have boats. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> hmm. mm-hmm. All right. Let's not end this episode on rape. So. <laughs> Find something else. Um, hey, just well, we talked about Valentine's Day. What are you doing for Valentine's Day? Well, Michael's not very good at being romantic. Okay. Um, I'm gonna read the five love languages so that we can figure out a balance between the two of us. What's that? Um, it's like it's a book that a lot of people have read, and like my friend Steve, um, hi Alberta Steve, um, recommended it the last time I was in Alberta. Um, Because he read it and it basically talks about the different ways that people love and express their love and need love. But there's, I guess, five different ways of which people communicate love and not all people communicate the same. So like I'm very expressive like verbally and like doing things like. Yeah. And showing it in that kind of form. Expressive. Um, yeah, I'm very expressive, so I I don't know where I'd, I haven't actually read the book, obviously, so I can't like explain. But yeah. Michael's more of like a doer. He's not someone that would like verbally say "I love you." He maybe will say it like once a day, mm-hmm. um, or like once a week <laughs> if I don't ask him to say it. He said it once a while yeah. back. <laughs> but then he'll get up early and get my car out of the snow and warm my car up for me. Like so that's nice. Yeah. So like he'll he's more in that way. But for me, like. It, the, I don't register that kind of stuff as a way of saying I love you because you the, need to hear it. Yeah, I need to hear it and be showered with it <laughs> and be physically touched at all times. <laughs> at all times. I'm a dog and he is a cat. <laughs> oh, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Except a cat wouldn't warm your car up. Yeah. Well, maybe. He's like a super cool cat. Cats like to lay in the hood of cars, so. And they like them warm. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So what are you doing for Valentine's Day um, yeah, then? Yeah, so I don't know what he's doing, but we've agreed to be home by 8 p.m. <laughs> so we're not going out. We're not going out. Okay. I don't think we went out last year either. Um, and then I'm going to make something for dinner, which I haven't... What are you going to make? Oh, you haven't decided. I haven't decided yet. And then I bought him one of those beer hats that you put beer on both sides. Of course, yes. I know yeah. them. And then I'm going to get two beer to go in that and probably a bottle of wine for myself, although chances are he will get me a bottle of wine. Um, mm-hmm. and then I am going to rent this documentary about skiing that he's been pestering. Is it a documentary about skiing? Yeah, it's actually pretty cool. It's called All I Can. I've only seen like one clip of it and it's like them doing ski stunts in Terrace and to like some music. Is it going to talk about Vikings? They invented skiing. <laughs> I hope so. They did. I think it's just more like. <laughs> people doing douchey ski moves <laughs> okay. um but he can't find it anywhere but i have it's on itunes so i can get it there and then i got him some of his favorite gummy bears but he found them hidden and walked out eating them the other day thinking i was just hiding candy from him because <laughs> i wanted to eat it and when i have stuff that i don't want him to have because i do hide so it. he had like precedence to think that this is what you were doing yeah but like i've also hit other things too like because like, I will hide like a beer that I really want to drink and I don't want to share with him because he'll drink. He basically takes any, he really takes what's mine is yours is to heart, but with what's mine is his and what his is his. <laughs> so if he had candy and you came out of the room eating it, he'd be pissed? 
You no, were probably pissed though. He, he, but he'd make a comment about how I shouldn't be eating the candy. What did you say when he was eating the candy? I said, you ruined Valentine's Day. Did you cry? Yeah. Oh, no. Of course I cried. I cried about everything. Are you going to get him more gummy bears? No. That's what he gets. You ruined that. I got him some slutty ass lingerie, which I'll wear. So You should make him wear it. Yeah. <laughs> it's got holes in all the right places. <laughs> so you could, you could punish him and wear it and not give him not anything. Well, I already got a very brutal wax. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah you're gonna tell us about your brutal wax so snowpocalypse canceled my regular place uh-huh. like they didn't have enough people to run it okay <laughs> i was like great so i called my backup place and she wasn't working that day <laughs> i was like all right well like i'll call this other place that i know does waxing uh-huh. i started it by telling her don't worry like i've got a really good paint on <laughs> oh bad call i'm like it's usually really fast to get me now given i've gone like a couple weeks between like more than a couple weeks between waxing which you're only supposed to go like three to four and because i had in december i had another like minor little procedure done Mm -hmm. in my whole lady region and then i just wanted to heal and fair but it's like then i got busy (laughs) (laughs) get off my dick like come on Yes. Yeah, then I got busy. So, so you had a jungle down there. <laughs> so yeah, it was, it was sorry mom. <laughs> sorry employers. Sorry Dave's mom. Dave's mom. <laughs> sorry people who don't want to hear this. So, but I like I was overdue. So like I could not go another week without this. <laughs> well, you could have. No, because I don't have another day off until the 21st and then I'm going to a concert. So that would be, and then by the time I get back, then I have to go back to work. So that's another two weeks before I have. Sidebar, what concert? Uh, Snoop Dogg. Okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I was like, okay, I'll just go to this place. And I don't know what the hell this lady was doing, but she used way too much wax it was so sticky that her gloves just kept getting stuck to me. She, when I, like, normally they, they, like, bring you to the room. You take off your clothes. You put on your little towel. It's, like, nice and dark. It's usually nice music going on. They leave. They come back. She don't leave. She watched you do all this. <laughs> no, she's got herself ready. And I was like, all right, like, I guess I'm just sticking off my pants. <laughs> Which I'm not shy. So, it's like, no. I was going to ask, is it awkward getting waxed? No. No, it's just. Yeah. And then, like, because you get everything waxed, like, you have to turn over and they do your backside, too. Normally, your backside doesn't hurt at all. It takes two strips. It's, like, doom, boom, boom. I don't know what the fuck she was doing back there. She was back there for, like, eight strips. Like, even if I had gone a year without waxing, she doesn't need to be back there for eight strips. It doesn't grow in that thick there. My ass doesn't even take eight strips. (laughs) (laughs) There's, like, three hairs on a lady's butthole. So, and then, yeah, so I just kept getting, like, the feeling of her waxy hands getting stuck to the hair and pulling, and then stuck to my skin and pulling. And then, at one point, she got, like, the actual um, strip stuck to the point that she had to cut it out after she tried yanking it, like, six times. And then she had the nerve to tell me, oh, you're just one of those sensitive people. 
Oh, and shit. And I'm like, bitch, no. I told you at the beginning that I have a really high pain tolerance because I've been getting waxed once a month since I was 18 years old. That's 10 years of fucking front and back waxing <laughs> where I have never had a problem. So she didn't get a tip. I t- no, you I'm too polite. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, hmm. So you like fucked up down there? You can't even have sex now? No, I'm fine. Okay. But I definitely put some polysporin on after. <laughs> do you want to name names? No. They don't want to name the place? No, I would never do that to the business. They do other services there too. And, I've had and I'm their sure o- they're fine. Yeah, I've done their other services and their other services are fine. Okay. Which is why I knew they did waxing because I was like, oh, like. Fair enough. Yeah. So. There is a bruise. <laughs> She punched you. (laughs) Punched you in the pussy. Yeah. All right. So your Valentine's Day is going to be you cooking, drinking some stuff, Mm. lingerie. A shitty documentary. Well, nope. Sorry. I I called it out and I named it. And it just might not be something that I'm interested in. But if you are into skiing, a person who likes to watch other people do things like my spouse apparently <laughs> you love to watch other people do things that's all shows <laughs> <laughs> yeah i just don't get the appeal of it <laughs> <laughs> not like skiing and like it's like watching the olympics <laughs> that's exciting though you're no. rooting for canada yeah i didn't watch the olympics <laughs> i like figure skating a little i'm like ooh, it's ooh, sharp they just did that thing <laughs> all right yeah cool that was good anything else going on in your life what are you doing for valentine's day nothing gonna go bowling maybe <laughs> bowling <laughs> yeah we were gonna do so- i told you this earlier i guess they didn't know yeah we we're gonna do something the other day snow ruined the plans bowling yeah snow apocalypse it happened i called the restaurants they're like they're just closed <laughs> and right. then it was it was too shitty to drive anyway oh well yeah but it'll be a good day. Yeah. And I'm sure I'll get laid. Yeah. So That's presumptuous. We're good. That's <laughs> no, not. It's accurate. <laughs> Everyone's getting laid. Whether it's by yourself or with a friend. <laughs> Ask Jordan. Him and Pamela are very happy together. We'd love to congratulate the couple on, what is this, their 28th? 28th year together. 28th year together. Well, they've really only strong. been doing stuff since they were 13. Yeah, but you know what? <laughs> you got to hold out for the right the right hand. <laughs> and you have to be able to come. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We don't need to know an anatomy lesson. <laughs> All right. Comes a high note. Yes. Bye, friends. <laughs>